0: Here's a brief excerpt from an article that appeared in the Providence Journal in late March of this year. Out of respect for the relatives of the people mentioned in this article, I have changed the names, but the other details remain just as they were reported by the journal. The medical examiner has determined that the young couple found dead early Wednesday morning in their apartment, each died from a gunshot wound to the head, according to police. The police are calling the death of Philip Jones, 26, and his wife, Melissa, 21, a murder-suicide, saying that Jones apparently shot Melissa and then turned the gun on himself. That's a sad story, my brothers and sisters, but unfortunately, it is not all that unusual. Quite to the contrary, incidents like this seem to be occurring with ever-growing frequency in our modern culture. We read about them, hear about them, all the time. It really shouldn't surprise us. At least, I don't think it should surprise us. We've all heard the old adage, there's a very thin line between love and hate. And you know what? That's true if you have the wrong notion of love in your mind and in your heart. And I would say that unfortunately a lot of people in our modern American culture do have the wrong ideas about love. They fall into this category. They don't know what real love is. They do not understand what real love is all about. They make the very serious and sometimes literally fatal mistake of thinking that love is an emotion. And so, when their positive emotions toward another person lessen or disappear, as happens in every relationship, When their emotions lessen or disappear, their positive emotions, their love, quote-unquote, for that person lessens or disappears. But that's only half the story. In most cases, the strong positive feelings, which the person mistakenly identified as love, become equally strong negative feelings. Anger. Frustration and maybe even hatred. When you treat love as an emotion, there really is a very thin line between that kind of love and hatred. And that's probably the way it was for that young married couple I mentioned a few moments ago. This is not I repeat, this is not what Jesus Christ is talking about in today's gospel text when he says, As I have loved you, so you must love one another. That's because for Jesus, our Lord and Savior, love was not an emotion. I hope everyone realizes that. For Jesus Christ, love was a decision. It was a decision to desire what was truly good for other people. And it was a decision to do whatever he could possibly do to help others attain the good, what was truly good for them, especially the ultimate good of eternal life. That's why he died on that cross for us. Let's be clear about it this evening. Jesus Christ did not shed his blood on Mount Calvary because he had warm, fuzzy feelings on the inside, in his heart, for everybody. Rather, it's because he wanted what was truly good, eternal life, for everybody. Even for the scribes, even for the Pharisees, for whom he definitely did not have a lot of warm, fuzzy feelings, most of the time. Because Jesus loved people in this deeper way, this selfless way, he was able to love them even when he felt very strong negative emotions toward them. For example, he loved those money changers in the temple. And he was willing to die for each and every one of them, even as he was reprimanding them in anger and saying to them, Stop turning my father's house into a den of thieves. He loved his disciples, and he desired their eternal salvation, even when he felt incredible frustration toward them. And he did, you know. Scripture records it because of their lack of faith. In fact, at one point, Jesus cried out to them, what an unbelieving and perverse lot you are. Can you imagine hearing this from your best friend, Jesus? What an unbelieving and perverse lot you are. How long must I remain with you? How long can I endure you? Even when he felt those emotions toward his disciples, he still loved them and would have gone to the cross immediately. He loved Simon Peter with an eternal love, even as he was saying to Peter, Get behind me, Satan! You're a stumbling block to me, Peter. You're thinking the thoughts of men, not the thoughts of God. Jesus never sinned against these people, Peter, his disciples, the scribes, about nobody, because his love for others was not rooted in his emotions. It was rooted in his will, which was perfectly aligned with the will of his Heavenly Father. As I was preparing this homily the other day, the thought occurred to me that those of you who are parents, who are good parents, should understand this message quite easily, because this is precisely how you love your children. When your children misbehave, you know, on those rare occasions, once every two or three years, I think it's safe to say that you feel a lot of negative emotions toward them, you are angry. You are annoyed, perhaps, frustrated, etc., etc. But you do not allow those negative emotions to override your ultimate desire that your children grow up to be healthy, happy, well-adjusted people. You desire the good. That's love. You desire the good for your children, their proper development as human beings and as disciples of Christ. And that desire ultimately guides you in your response to them. So yes, you may have to punish them. You may have to punish them severely, but you don't write them off. And you certainly don't do irreparable physical harm to them. Now, you might be tempted to do it for a moment. Yes, that's normal, that's human. But you don't, because you desire what's good for them. And you act on that desire. So let our prayer today be at this Mass, Dear Lord Jesus, teach me in the very depths of my heart the true meaning of love, the kind of love that led you to die on that cross for my salvation. Help me, please, to see through these false ideas about love that are so prevalent in our culture right now, ideas that are often leading people to commit horrible acts of violence and hatred. Like that murder-suicide mentioned at the beginning of today's homily. Help me, Lord Jesus, to realize that when people see love as an emotion, there really is a very thin line between love and hate. But when people understand that love is a decision, and when they make that decision by the grace of God, regardless of how they feel, then there is an insurmountable distance between love and hatred. Thank you, Jesus, for teaching me that love as an emotion easily leads to hate, but love as a decision never does. Amen.